Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Locally on a Metro bus in Montgomery County. A judge sentences two men after a failed armed robbery in front of a baby. I'm Megan Cloherty. A judge sentences two men after a failed armed robbery in front of a baby. I'm Megan Cloherty. Also, we had a mixed day on Wall Street Friday to wrap up your business week. The Dow was up 1.30. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Five former Memphis police officers charged with beating the late Tyree Nichols appeared in court on Friday and pleaded not guilty. That's some three weeks after the release of body cam footage of the violent arrest that shocked many. Looking ahead in the case, CBS's Elise Preston. Defense attorneys believe still unreleased video will show why their clients pleaded not guilty. We have a very long road of investigation and litigation ahead of us, and I implore the public to be patient. Shelby County District Attorney Steve Mulroy says there are an additional 20 hours of video that show other angles of what happened. The military says most of that Chinese balloon that was shot down has been recovered, but uh, after a week of looking, it has given up finding parts of those other things that it shot down last weekend. One of the objects landed in icy northern Alaska, another in the wilderness of the Yukon, and the third in the waters of Lake Huron. Pretty tough conditions. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby was asked if the president regretted ordering the takedowns of what the intelligence community now believes were benign objects. Absolutely not. Kirby notes it was the military's recommendation to act. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. In a small Mississippi town near the Tennessee state line, people are trying to make sense of six gun killings, allegedly by a local suspect now in custody. It is such a tragedy. We have a good... Most people are just really good, and we never would have thought anything like that would have happened here. Among the victims, the suspect's ex-wife and stepfather. Now to Ocean County, New Jersey. Correspondent Lilia Luciano reporting on clashes at a school board meeting following the recent suicide of a bullied 14-year-old girl. Current and former students accusing administrators of ignoring decades of bullying and abuse within that school. I have no faith in the board education as they are right now. Superintendent Triantafilos Parlipanides resigned under pressure last weekend, and the family of 14-year-old Adriana Kush is preparing to sue the district, claiming the school's failure to address a violent attack on her led to her suicide. Overseas, four U.S. service members were hurt in a counterterrorism raid in Syria, hurt badly enough to need evacuation to a military hospital in Germany. U.S. Special Operations Forces went in by helicopter and surrounded a nondescript house in northeastern Syria. But as they closed in on their target, an explosion, either a suicide vest or a hand grenade, went off. Correspondent David Martin at the Pentagon, which says the operation in which those service members were hurt, took out a senior ISIS leader. Japan and South Korea just reporting a new North Korean ballistic missile firing toward the sea off its east coast. And Turkish rescuers have reportedly just found three more people alive after the earthquake. This is CBS News. This is Ryan Blaney, driver number 12, discount tire Ford Mustang. Ever wonder what gives me a winning edge? A quick pit stop to check your tires can go a long way, whether you're driving on the track or just on the road. Properly maintained tires handle better in all weather conditions and provide you with safe stopping power. Do a safety check on your tread depth at home or go online and book a tire inspection appointment. A message from the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. WTOP at 403. 
It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. Finally, February 18th, 2023. It'll be mostly sunny with diminishing winds throughout the day today. Highs in the mid to upper 40s. You're waking up to 29 right now. Good Saturday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we ride into this weekend morning together. We begin with word of a mistrial declared this week in the double murder trial of a former Pentagon officer. Spokesperson for the Montgomery County State's Attorney's Office, Lauren DeMarco, says David Dixon will be retried and that this was a complicated case to decide. The jury had 12 options alone among the first three counts. Dixon says he was acting in self-defense when he fired into a car leaving his apartment complex back in April of 2021. In the car, Dominique Williams and James Johnson suspected of breaking into cars. David Haynes is an attorney for the Johnson family. This has all been uh, very difficult to relive, but at the same time, the family is very determined that they see justice. A new trial could start late this year. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP News time at 4.04. And by the way, Dixon remains this morning held without bond in the case. Now to a developing story Saturday morning out of Montgomery County after a man is killed in a shooting. This happened locally on board a Metro bus Friday. Happened on the Z6 bus route, we're told, just before 8 p.m. yesterday, Friday evening. Metro Transit Police believe they say that two people involved in the shooting got into an argument of some sort and the victim was then shot. Terry Goff, of a, space, a spokesperson, that is, for the Montgomery County Police Department, spoke to our news partners over at NBC4 this week. This was a situation between two individuals who knew one another. So this was not something where uh, this person was randomly shooting people. The shooting happened in the area of Lockwood Drive, we're told, near New Hampshire Avenue in White Oak. The suspect ran away. The C6 bus actually runs usually between Silver Spring and Castle Boulevard in Fairland. Two Silver Spring men, meantime, will spend the better part of the next decade behind bars after a failed robbery attempt involving a baby. Before sentencing 43-year-old Kenneth Van and 48-year-old Jose Gonzalez to six and eight years in prison, respectively, Judge Christopher Cooper heard the case against them. Prosecutors say the men, armed with two semi-automatic handguns, broke into a D.C. apartment where they knew a man was running an illegal marijuana dispensary. Prosecutors say they intended to steal money and drugs, but didn't realize the man, his infant child, his wife, and her friend would also be there. Prosecutors say they bound and gagged the adults and placed the child in a baby swing. A neighbor called police, and prosecutors say police arrested Gonzalez and Van before they could escape. Megan Cloward, AWTOP News. WTOP News Time, 4.06 Saturday morning. Where the changes to active shooter drills and how they are done in schools could be coming if legislation locally is approved in the Maryland General Assembly. Students are sharing their experiences with legislators on this issue. Bethesda Chevy Chase High School student Nina Atrakov explained what active shooter drills are like. You hear the door handle shake, a student crying in the corner, and you feel the anxiety behind all the soft chatter. Atrakov spoke to Maryland state lawmakers on a bill to require advanced notice of active shooter drills so that children and teachers are left wondering if it's the real thing or not. John Wallums with the Maryland Association of Boards of Education says his group opposes changes because of the need to create the muscle memory, if you will, of how to respond in the case of emergency. Maryland State Delegate Jared Solomon supports legislation requiring the changes. We can keep our kids safe without furthering the mental health crises that we see every day. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 
WTOP News Time, now 4.07 Saturday morning. Fairfax County Public Schools, meantime, planning we're here to expand its pool of mental health professionals working in the school system using funding from a five-year, $13.5 million grant from the U.S. Department of Education. The goal of the grant is really to increase the number of credentialed school mental health service providers. That's Superintendent Michelle Reed explaining how the multi-million dollar grant will be used. Um, We want to also really push for... Uh, training and professional development around mental health first aid for our students. There's a national shortage of school psychologists and counselors, according to Reed. So part of the money will be used to retain and further train current staff members. We definitely have multiple vacancies that we could fill. The school system is expected to start recruiting and hiring qualified staff next month. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. It's Saturday, February 18th. The weekend's here, everybody. We've made it. Welcome in. Glad you're starting it with us here at WTOP at 408. Michael & Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Driving and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us this early Saturday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start in Maryland. We had crash activity on the Clara Barton Parkway near the Cabin John Parkway near Lock 10 is where it was first reported. Now, just talking with Park Police very briefly, uh, and they, they didn't say it was closed, but they didn't say it was they didn't say it was open necessarily, but they didn't say it was supposed to be closed. So I'm thinking that those lanes have been reopened on the Clara Barton Parkway. We have nothing to indicate otherwise now. And the ramp... Maryland State Authority is now saying the ramp from the inner loop to the Clara Barton Parkway is open again. So I'm guessing that the Clara Barton Parkway has been reopened. If you see something that indicates that that's not the case, please, by all means, let us know. Looking for all the help we can get on this one. In Brandywine, 301 northbound, the crash near Shortcut Road. As you come through Brandywine, before you get to this point where 301 and 5 divide following police direction around the crash activity on 95 and on the BW Parkway. Good ride so far this morning. No delays. 270 is quiet out of Frederick. 30, uh, check that on 50 across the Bay Bridge. Now only wind warnings in effect. So high profile vehicles, extra caution, but you can move once again across the Bay Bridge and across the Harry Nismack Middleton Bridge too if you're on 301 trying to get between uh, Virginia and Maryland across the Great Potomac River there. In Virginia, on the Capitol Beltway, no delays between Alexandria and McLean. 66, the one lingering work zone westbound after 28 Centerville, left lane getting by. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs to choose from. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking a cold Saturday morning start across our area. Temperatures in the 20s, wind chills in the upper teens and 20s in most locations. As we make our way through the afternoon, we'll see a little bit of a breeze. So again, wind chills will be a little bit of a factor on our Saturday, but not nearly as much wind on our Friday. As we make our way through the afternoon, still going for high in the mid to upper 40s. I am going for 50 in the city, but it will still be a chilly Saturday. On Sunday, we'll see temperatures rebounding back into the mid to upper 50s with a mix of sun and clouds. Monday, going for a high temperature of 61 degrees, so warming quickly. There will be an isolated chance of a shower on Monday, but most of the area remains dry with a mix of sun and clouds again. And on Tuesday, once again, we're sitting in the low 60s. Have a great weekend. Bundle up for your Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. We're at Gaithersburg, 26 degrees, in Arlington, 30 degrees, in Lanham, we're at 28, a degree warmer, we're 29, and holding in our nation's capital, 4 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, February 18th. Glad you're starting your weekend with us here at WTLP. This latest check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
In the minutes ahead, this 4 a.m. hour Saturday for you right here on WTOP. Why one Maryland lawmaker wants to buy tenants time when their rents are set to go up. I'm Stetson Miller. One county telling the story of its black experience. I'm Neil Augenstein. My name is Juanita Segura, and I was diagnosed in November of 2014 with non-small cell lung cancer. Biomarker testing was a turning point for me. By working with my oncologist, we were able to determine the most appropriate treatment plan. My fear was I wasn't going to be here to see my children grow up. That gave me hope knowing that I have that chance, and I did. Visit noonemissed.org for more. A public service message from Longevity Foundation. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Saturday morning, February 18th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. It's 4.13. This is WTOP News. Inspectors apparently found a number of problems with one of D.C.'s most popular pools. The Washington Post reports this week health inspectors found more than a dozen violations at the Wilson Aquatic Center located in Tenleytown. The inspection was done just earlier this week. Some of the problems we're told found include leaking pipes, a broken dehumidifier, lower water temps and showers and sinks, and improper record-keeping. D.C. Health and the Department of General Services say that the facility will reopen as soon as repairs are complete, yet no date has been given. In health news, as COVID cases continue to fall around the country, D.C. Health is scaling back some of its programs starting during the pandemic. Health leaders say that starting on Tuesday, the COVID-19 Test Yourself D.C. Kiosk program will be suspended. The rapid tests given out at libraries and senior centers are also being cut. The federal government is making similar changes with the falling number of COVID cases around the region and availability of testing and vaccines at doctor's offices as well as pharmacies. Could there be help for those dealing with skyrocketing rent prices these days? One lawmaker in Maryland wants to give people a good chance to plan before rents go up. It requires landlords to provide a little bit more time um, from when they know that the rent's going to increase. Maryland Delegate Melissa Wells has introduced a bill that would require landlords to give 120 days notice before rising rents more than 4%. It comes after she heard from many people across the state that their rents were going up dramatically. I saw some people in Baltimore whose rents went up by like a thousand dollars a month. There is no statewide law in Maryland requiring landlords to give notice when they want to raise their rents. Well, Wells says the bill won't address affordability issues. She says it will help renters be able to make a decision, not from a point of crisis. So this won't solve all these challenges. I want to be really clear about that. But it does at least provide a little bit more time. And I think it's also fair. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Black history covers a lot of ground. Soon you'll be able to see a collection that paints a clearer picture locally in one Maryland county. Here in Howard County, we've got 29 families that can trace their history back two, three hundred years. Nat Alston is the executive director of the Howard County Center of African American Culture. Exhibits 
there include recreation of artifacts found in Howard County African-American homes during the mid-1880s. But it also includes displays about more modern black trailblazers in county government and culture. The fact that these people are still alive and well and doing those jobs hopefully will inspire our students and young people. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. And be sure to check out the video. Click away at WTLP.com. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. WTOP at 415 and Frankie's turn this morning. Pretty big hire for the Washington Commanders when you get the offensive coordinator from a Super Bowl championship team in Kansas City. Eric Bieniemy comes over and he is uh, reportedly the new offensive coordinator and assistant head coach for the Commanders under coach Ron Rivera. Bieniemy reportedly gets a two-year deal that includes a promotion and title, contractual structure, and a pay raise. Bieniemy spent the last five seasons as a Chiefs offensive coordinator, helped oversee an offense and won two Super Bowl championships, of course, including the most recent one. But he was not the primary play caller on Coach Andy Reid's staff. With the commanders, Bieniemy will reportedly be in complete charge of the offense and call plays. Eric Bieniemy hired on with the Washington Commanders. Tiger Woods does make the cut at the Genesis Invitational. First time in seven months, Tiger playing a PGA Tour event. He is at plus one. Your leader is Max Homa at uh, minus 10 after shooting a second round 68. It is the All-Star Weekend in the NBA as they play this one in Utah. A lot of festivities going on, including the dunk and three-point contest on Saturday night. But no Wizards are going to be in the All-Star festivities at all this weekend. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All thanks, Frankie. 417 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. The five former Memphis officers charged with murdering 20 29-year-old Tyree Nichols appearing in court for the first time this week. All five pleading not guilty just three weeks after the release of that body cam video of the violent arrest shocked the nation. CBS correspondent Elise Preston was in the courthouse this week where she spoke to a defense attorney who says there is more footage that has not been made available to the public yet. Defense attorneys believe still unreleased video will show why their clients pleaded not guilty. We have a very long road of investigation and litigation ahead of us, and I implore the public to be patient. Shelby County District Attorney Steve Mulroy says there are an additional 20 hours of video that show other angles of what happened. All five of the former offices are out on bond this morning. Among the top stories we're following for you Saturday morning here on WTOP. A suspect is in custody after six people are shot dead in a small town in Mississippi near the Tennessee line. Four American troops were injured this week during a helicopter raid Thursday in northeastern Syria. They will try again to get a conviction in the double murder case locally of a former Pentagon officer. The police officer, David Dix, in his name, a judge declared a mistrial this week before the Montgomery County prosecutor said he will retry Dixon. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. At 418, traffic and weather on the 8th, Silver to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, in Maryland, so near as we can tell, the, the Clara Barton Parkway is back in business. No indications now of any slowing. Of course, it's hard to tell. We don't have a lot of data on the map. And Park Police, again, were not very committal when they were letting us know that the ramp, uh, that the, that, uh, the, the Clara Barton Parkway 
it's supposed to be closed right now. So, again, if you see something different, let us know. 866-304-WTOP. On the Capitol Beltway between Bethesda and Oxon Hill, lanes are good. 270, quiet from Frederick to the lane, divided back. 95, BW Parkway, no reported delays. We had some crash activity in Brandywine. It was 301 northbound near Shortcut Road. We were following police direction to get around, but so near as I can tell, if it's, if it's still there, it's not in the roadway. I think those lanes have been reopened. On 50 across the Bay Bridge, wind warnings in effect, no vehicle restrictions, no lane restrictions, just a lot of caution. On 301 over the Harry Nice Back Middleton Bridge, you are also now under wind warnings. Again, no vehicle restrictions, no lane restrictions, just a lot of caution as you travel across the new bridge. In Virginia, on the Capitol Beltway between Alexandria and McLean, you're good. No reported delays there. On 66, the last work zone standing. Again, the camera keeps freezing on me here, but so near as I can tell, they are still in the westbound lanes of 66 near 28 Centerville, and it is a single left lane to get by. Hopefully, they're going to be picking up and going home fairly soon. That is the last work zone of which we are aware on 66 between Haymarket and the Roslyn Tunnel. 395 is quiet, and so is 95 as far south as Fredericksburg. District travel on the southeast-southwest freeway, incident-free, DC 295 and I-295. Likewise, uneventful. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking what is a chilly start to the day on our Saturday. Temperatures in the 20s to around 30 degrees in the city. Wind chills. In the teens and low 20s. Wind is not going to be as big of a factor as it was on a Friday, but every once in a while when the wind blows, it will feel much cooler. High temperatures only in the mid to upper 40s to around 50 in the city. On Sunday, a little bit better. High temperatures mid to upper 50s with a mix of clouds and sun. Monday, going for a high of 61 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Cameron. Right now, you are waking up this early 4 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, February 18th, with us here at WTLP to 30 degrees at the wharf in D.C., as well in Oxon Hill. Down a degree, 29 in Sterling, and we're at 29 in Holding in our nation's capital. Saturday morning, February 18th, glad you're with us at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app. This check, latest one for you here on WTOP this morning, brought to you by New Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLacombeDesign.com. Check them out. In the minutes ahead, this 4 a.m. hour, early morning, Saturday here on WTOP 40. A bike bus born out of the pandemic picks up steam in Arlington. I'm Megan Cloherty. They brought her back to life, and now this D.C. woman comes back to say thanks. In downtown, I'm John Doman. Hi, I'm Kirsten from Pentatonics. We've all learned how to cope with more time alone. With more time spent isolated or at home, the need for companionship has grown. If you've considered adding a pet to your family, please check with your local shelters and foster organizations. Stray pet numbers have grown immensely over the past several years, and the trauma caused to these animals is devastating. Adopt pets, they need us more than we know. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Inflation is running hotter, and returns are cooling down. Is your financial plan primed for a changing environment? Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about the impact of higher prices and how to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. Good Saturday morning. It's 422 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. 
Gun violence prevention programs locally in Maryland getting more than $5 million from the federal government. Maryland's congressional delegation says the green, as in money, is coming from the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act to boost those programs that they say work to stop gun crimes. The billions will be used, we're told, to support programs focused on what the government calls evidence-based violence prevention and intervention. Some of the money will go to specialized crisis intervention court programs and coordinate efforts with police to secure, track, and return relinquished guns in the process. Up in the morning and out to school. Okay, pick a weekly playlist, a safe route, and get moving. That is the key, apparently, to creating a successful bike bus. It's something two dozen kids locally in Arlington use to get to school once a week. Every Friday morning, Jillian Burgess leads a group of kids, including hers, to Escuela Key Elementary in Boston. The point of the bike bus is that it's safety in numbers. We have so many people bike together. It's safer because we are easier to see. Burgess, who lives car-free, acknowledges the idea of a bike bus isn't new, but that escorting kids and their classmates to school on two wheels provides an energy outlet and a sense of community. By putting them on a bike and letting them be the ones to literally move themselves, get themselves all the way to school, I hope to be able to give them some more of that confidence and some more of that independence that they need to be developing during their childhood. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. D.C. Fire and EMS honoring paramedics with a special coin every time they save someone in cardiac arrest. A young and healthy 27-year-old woman was able to hand out coins to those paramedics who kept her alive. 27-year-old Margaret Bishop doesn't remember anything about the run that she was on Black Friday. Her heart stopped beating as she was running a few blocks away from this firehouse near 13th and K Northwest. When paramedics got to her, it took just minutes to bring her back to life. Honestly, it's unbelievable and hard to believe. We'd like your help now in handing out uh, cardiac arrest safe coins. This was a chance for Bishop to help Fire Chief John Donnelly say thanks. From D.C.'s bravest, Lieutenant Peter Elliott. Whether, you know, positive outcome or even a negative outcome, we remember them and uh, we try to make make that difference that it's going to be positive. Just so grateful that they were there. In downtown D.C., John Dome in WTOP News. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. We're at the time now, Saturday morning, February 18th, is 425. Money News at 25 and 55 on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Amazon is rolling back some of its workplace flexibility offered during the pandemic. Starting May 1st, employees will have to work from the office at least three days a week. There are warning signs Facebook's parent company is ready to cut jobs again. The Wall Street Journal says Meta Platforms gave thousands of workers subpar ratings in performance interviews. It's also cut a bonus metric. The report says Meta expects all of that will lead more workers to leave the company. Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers doesn't want to see the federal Reserve lock itself into higher interest rate hikes to tackle inflation now that inflation has come in a little hotter than anticipated this week. The Fed's been trying to put the brakes on and it doesn't look like the brakes are getting much traction. But talk of higher rate hikes from some Fed officials held back the Nasdaq and S&P. They fell a little more than a quarter to a little more than a half percent while the Dow rose a third of a percent, 130 points. The Nasdaq fell 69, the S&P 11. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTO This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. 
This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited 